1: allow any other human being to give you your theology read the book talk to God and develop your own because he said in the scriptures you don't need anybody to teach you the Holy Spirit himself will teach you see that was so encouraging for me because what that means is you can be dumb as a rock Almighty God promises to teach you
0: A lot of people rely on teachers and professors or news channels in order to formulate their opinion on a subject. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us that you don't need others' opinions or commentaries to form your theology. All you need is the truth that's found in God's Word. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
1: Do you understand the minute we have some PhD telling us what should and shouldn't be believed in the scriptures, we're in trouble because it's like, who made you infallible? We should believe you over the the canon of scripture that we have? I don't think so. So I told this this young man, I said, listen, take some classes in biblical Greek and biblical Hebrew, take some classes in counseling and, 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 you know, build up your tool chest But don't allow any other man to give you your theology. Do you understand what I just said? Don't allow any other human being to give you your theology. Read the book, talk to God, and develop your own. Because he said in the scriptures, you don't need anybody to teach you. The Holy Spirit himself will teach you. See, that was so encouraging For me, because what that means is you can be dumb as a rock. Almighty God promises to teach you. He promises to teach you. So it doesn't matter. You don't don't have to be smart. You don't have to be anybody special. God Almighty promises that he himself will teach you. You just have to put in the work. Just open the book. What if you can't read? Get an audio book. These days, the Bible, somebody else will read it to you. It's amazing what's available to us, but we need to pray because otherwise we end up with a bunch of lifeless clinical knowledge about the Bible without ever being changed by the Word of God. And that's who we have leading many of our seminaries, teaching in many of our Bible colleges today. Unfortunately, we have people who have lifeless clinical knowledge about the Bible. They don't actually know the Word of God intimately, personally, because they they don't they, they've forgotten the, the part about praying, seeking God as you read his book. They've forgotten that part. It was brought home to me in such a powerful way. It's funny because back when it ha- I, I hated it, I was on a, a ship when I was in Youth with a Mission, 1987, I think. We went to Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic, and the Good Samaritan was docked there in Santo Domingo. And our team was just staying on the ship. You know, they they had gone in there. I don't know how long they had been there, but we were just going to sleep on board, eat our meals on board and then go out into the city and do, you know, evangelistic outreach and, and stuff like that. But while we were there, they had about gosh, I don't know, 40 or 50 of us guys sleeping on the floor in what was like their common room, their their main meeting room. And every morning, we had to stow our stuff. We had to put it all away by 7 a.m. because we had to take a quick shower and eat breakfast. And then at 8 a.m., there was corporate worship and prayer and this kind of thing. And, and one day a week, I think it was every Wednesday, they, they had a time of meditation in Scripture. Now, what that meant was they put everybody in groups of about five or six, and they assigned a little short passage four or five verses, whatever, just a little short passage. And and they said, now, we don't want you to overthink this. Look at the context. Look at, you know, be sure you understand, you know, in general what's being said. But the point of this exercise is that you hear from God. We want you to just take that little passage of Scripture and then ask your Father what he wants to speak to your heart about it today. Why why am I reading this now, God? You knew from eternity past that right now I was going to be contemplating, chewing on this particular passage of scripture. So what do you want to say to me? What do you want to show me? What do you want me to learn? What's in here for me? And just take a few minutes, I thought, you mean i got to just sit here and think about this for 15 minutes? i got stuff to be doing. You know, I don't have time for this. But, wanting to be obedient, not be a rebel, because I have that tendency, I sat there and and just read it over and over, over and over and over. And I started to see things that I'd never seen before. And I realized, God, you're, you're, you're actually doing this. You're, you're actually teaching me. You're actually showing me some things that I never had considered. It was a rich, exciting 20 minutes. And I found myself looking forward to it. The following week. You know, Saul of Tarsus was a well-educated rabbi. Today we would refer to him as an ultra-Orthodox rabbi. He he was a Pharisee. He knew the Hebrew Scriptures, but until the Spirit of God transformed his heart, all he had was head knowledge. He had a ton of it, but that's not good enough. And, And so he wrote to the Christians in Corinth later as Paul the Apostle, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1, he says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing, but we speak the wisdom of God and a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory." But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from God that we might know the things which have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God for they're foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. Do you understand what Paul just said there? Same thing I said to you a minute ago. You cannot understand the Bible, not fully, without divine intervention. Only the Spirit of God is capable. There's no human teacher. Now, what that means is you can do this on your own. We still need each other. We still need each other. But you don't need a teacher. He himself, the Spirit of God, is ultimately the only one who can reveal to us the full meaning and import of the Word of God. The Bible is filled with instruction and guidance, and, you know, a lot of it's very straightforward, easy to understand. The Bible says all liars go to hell. That's pretty easy to understand, right? Very straightforward, not terribly complicated. All liars go to hell. But it also says that the Spirit of God is at work in us to build us into one building, a holy dwelling place for the Spirit of God. That one might require a little bit of discernment and divine input for us to really grasp
0: We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more.
1: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God subscribe to the main thing radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today anytime anywhere simply go to mainthingradio.com and click on the podcast button
0: thanks david we also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend come visit calvary miami beach on sunday for worship and bible study or join us online as we live stream You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time right here on Main Thing Radio.